0: Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you
1: were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to The Sex Rap.
0: Hey, listeners, welcome back to The Sex Rap. You're here today with Spring and Andrew, your favorite sex experts, answering your questions about sex, sexual health, relationships, anything at all. We love to chat with you. Uh, and my lovely co-host is with me. Spring, how are you today?
1: I'm so great. We are recording this on Andrew's least favorite day of the year. I just want to like needle him a little bit because you love to hear him complain. I know. I know. So here we are on Valentine's Day. I'm wearing all hearts. Andrew, it's Valentine's Day.
0: I mean, come on. We all, (laughs) y'all know what I'm going to say already. This is a holiday that tries to replace genuine intimacy with capitalistic enterprise Buying someone chocolate or buying someone roses on a day where you're supposed to do it aren't signs of love. It means that you're just doing what you're supposed to do. Buy someone chocolates on a different day. Buy someone flowers on a different day, and save Valentine's Day for intimacy and and, and be with. Th- show people you love them every day. Valentine's Day is such a silly holiday. Um, I actually saw the mummified hand of Saint Valentine's. He has blinged out so many rings. Yeah, there's a there's a big post about it. Where where was it? Uh, it was, showed up on my newsfeed. Oh, uh, on the internet. Uh, so, St. So okay. Valentine is a Catholic saint, so they still have his body sort of like laying around as one does with <laughs> saints. Um, but wears more <laughs> rings than a drag queen. So that probably is the best part of my Valentine's Day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So, amazing. You know
0: what? I, do you wanna, what we actually did is uh, we had a five course meal from Julia Child's Joy of French Cooking or the Art of French Cooking, the original 1971 version. So every recipe was like 50 pages long and super complicated. And then everything was vegetarian and gluten free. So even more complicated. And then instead of going out or spending any money, uh, we took all of that and we donated it to Turkey and Syria because there's a lot of people who are homeless uh or struggling after the earthquake so he said if we really want to show love to the world like we can cook at home and have a nice meal but we would take all that money on chocolate and roses and wine and going out and spend it on showing people what real love is someone i've never met hopefully that money goes and makes their life a little bit easier after all of the tragic loss so that's valentine's that. day for me yeah
1: thank you so much and i um We can put some of those links of places to donate in our show notes also. So if you are wanting to contribute and you have not done so, or if you want to contribute more, we will put some links in the show notes for you.
0: So thanks for helping out everybody. And that's how show love, right? But, but, But our episode today is not about Valentine's Day. It's not about love. I mean, I guess it kind of could be for some people. Um, but we had a question come in. What is a nipplegasm and can I have one? So I think this is a perfect third episode for Touch Yourself Month because we're in Touch Yourself Month and today we're going to be talking about nipples. Um, and we're talking about gasm. We'll get to nipplegasms in a minute. But first of all, we have to talk about like just what nipples are and, and what they mean. And um, it's like everybody almost everybody has some, some people don't, you know, there's some surgeries that can happen where people might not have nipples, but most people are born with nipples. Um, they're these little dots or large dots or huge dots or tiny dots (laughs) on your chest. They come in all different shapes and sizes and sizes, all Um, colors, all colors from like the lightest light to the darkest dark. They're every single color of like the human flesh rainbow. Um, and nipples, Uh, have a whole bunch of nerve endings in them, right? So for many people, nipples are incredibly sensitive. For some people, they're not so sensitive. Once again, there's a huge diversity. But for people whose nipples are sensitive, there's a ton of nerves. And we know that nipple stimulation actually activates the same parts of the brain as genital stimulation. So like, there's lots of interplay between those two areas. Uh, there's a recent study, 52% of men said that if they're having any kind of sexual arousal, playing with nipples actually makes it better or stronger or increases the arousal overall. And that number is even higher when we look to women. Um, so they're little vasocongestive tissues. Uh, and that just means they can fill up with blood and get plump whenever someone's sexually excited with lots of nerve endings.
1: Right. So we have these nerve endings in our nipples, which means that they are a pleasure center. So anywhere in our body where we have nerve endings, it's going to contribute to our pleasure. And just like Andrew is saying, it's going to be different for every single person, right? So just because we're saying you can have a nipple orgasm, it doesn't necessarily mean you can, right? It's like, yes, it's possible. And it's going to be highly dependent on how sensitive your nipples are and what response you get when you are playing with your nipples. And also it could be that this is done alone or it could be in conjunction with another activity, right? So if you are stimulating the nipples while you are stimulating um, another part of your body where you normally feel pleasure and feel orgasms, then you're going to up the chances of Uh, having this like nipple gasm experience as well. So the first part of this is let's see how your nipples respond. Let's start to play with your nipples. Let's see what's possible in your body. And, and, and also be open to this idea that guess what? It's possible to have a nipple gasm. And like, how exciting is that?
0: I think it's really interesting. I wasn't expecting this question to come in. And I mean, I love all of the questions we get, but sometimes we get one that sort of has me like, ooh, this is really interesting. And I got to do a bunch of research on it and read other people's experiences of it and talk about how it works for them. Um, And nipple stimulation, much like any other kind of stimulation in your body, can happen a lot of different ways. Um, There were people, both men and women, uh, describing... The different ways that it feels good for them and they were talking about pinching or flicking a lot of people talked about massage and rubbing or someone else's mouth or using different vibrator or vibrating devices there are a couple people who talk about percussive back massagers on their nipples help them get off Uh, but there's a ton of different ways and i looked a little bit deeper and there's a whole subset of sex toys that are dedicated to nipples too there's nipple clamps there's nipple suction cups Now, at the very beginning, when you're just starting, I don't think that you should like run and get like a prickly clip that, you know, clamps and causes some pleasure pain. Just start with some gentle touches or your partner can start with gentle touches and work from there to see what you like and see what feels good for you.
1: Gentle touches could be from various parts of your body as well. So, you know, you're thinking fingers, you can also play with your nails, you could also use your lips, you could also use your teeth, right? So even just with your own body, you have a lot of variations of how you might actually stimulate the nipples, And you might do some of those things in conjunction. You might be pinching and like licking and flicking with your tongue, right? So you can start to use your hands, use your mouth in different ways to start to explore what that feels like and start to explore using that also in conjunction with genital stimulation or any other body part that you like to feel pleasure in. And yeah, I love this um, idea of... Moving into toys for the nipples, also because I think that that's an area that is kind of underexplored. When people think of sex toys, they think of their genitals. They're like, Yeah, let me get a sex toy to put down there somewhere. (laughs) And we forget that, you know, there are sex toys actually designed for all these areas of our bodies. And our nipples are one of those areas where we have a lot of different options for sex toys. So it is actually, you know, you can um, start off to see like what type of pressure you like, what type of stimulation you like, and then you might start to find some sex toys that align with that, right? So like, if you don't like something really squeezing your nipples, then like, don't go for the nipple clamps, right? (laughs) Um, But if you like some gentle stimulation there, maybe you want some of the sucking or some of the vibrators that are designed for nipples. Um, But if you have other forms of sex toys already for your genitals, you might try them out on your nipples also, right? You can say like, okay, I have something that vibrates. Let me see how that feels on my nipples um, and start to explore things you already have around the house. Your nipples are a pretty um, sensitive, but pretty safe thing to play with, right? Because there's not um, any kind of like opening there. So like you've got a kind of safer place to explore, um, which I think is pretty fun, right? So now like there's not a lot of rules that we have to follow about um, toys that are safe there or like inserting or like liquids or things that are not going to work out there like you know you could use oil-based you can use water-based like whatever you want to use on your nipples all of those will work fine so it's like really just starting to explore what feels good and I love that there's like a little more freedom I feel like there and like exploring what feels good for your
0: nipples I really love uh, that nipples are also, there's no gender bias in nipples. Yeah. That Like men and women and all of our various friends of any type, if you have nipples, they're equal opportunity fun but I do think it's important to say that you know men are often socialized so that the only kind of pleasure that they're used to is genital pleasure but there's absolutely no shame in a man wanting to experiment with nipple play and have fun with their partner as well um, because everybody has them and everybody has the potential to feel pretty good Um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about nipple gas we're going to talk about the actual gasm in just a few minutes um, but we have to take a short break thanks for listening everyone be right back Welcome back to our show, everybody. Today, we're talking about nipples and nipple gasms, And so far, we've just been talking about nipple stimulation. But with nipple stimulation, what do we have to do? Like, what's the step that takes you from nipple stimulation to nipplegasm? Um, I was reading about some people's accounts, um, but... Uh, I, I'll just talk a little bit about it. Like what they were saying uh, was, you know, it takes quite a while. So it takes longer than genital stimulation for most people who have nipple gasms. Um, and it feels different. And most of the time people say, uh, most of the experiences I was reading about said that when they're having a nipple gasm, they have to like sit back, close their eyes and just focus solely on pleasure. Right? Like really focus in and put all of their attention on what's feeling good and keep that focus for minutes, or half an hour or however long it takes them. Um, But it's really about focusing explicitly on like, those are the feelings that are giving me pleasure and then focusing on the pleasure. And then that could take somebody to a nipple gasm.
1: And you know, what I love about this also is like, Oh, yeah, let's spend time just like experiencing pleasure and like leaning into that. Because that's um, a really beautiful place to play and to start to experience in your own body. And it's sometimes a space we haven't really been in before, or, you know, we experience some shame, or we experience, you know, some pressure. And so, you know, doing this on your own, I think can give you This chance to say, like, let me just start to lean into what pleasure feels like. And, and like, yeah, start with the nipples, add in genitals, take the genitals out, stay with the nipples for a while. Like, give yourself some freedom to play around with it a little bit and start to feel like what that building of pleasure feels like in your body and allowing yourself to say yes to that and say, like, yeah. I want to feel this in my body. I'm going to allow myself. I'm going to give myself permission to feel this in my body and then kind of see what happens. And like, I think, you know, we talk a lot about in this show, um, the pressure, the pressure of, mm-hmm. um, orgasm, right. And the pressure of orgasm, like to try to get to that point. And sometimes with your, when you're with a partner, you though know, you can feel like, Oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. Um, so I think like take away the idea of like that the nipple gasm is like, uh, is possible even maybe, and just lean into the pleasure, right? Like lean into that and just start to see what happens because whether or not you have this, like overall kind of like um tingly sensation that like rushes through your body and like feels like this like orgasm sensation. Like who cares if you get to that point from your nipples, right? If you're experiencing pleasure, like it's all about pleasure anyway. So like let's stay with that sense, spend some time there, allow it to build, add the genitals in when you feel like it and start to explore how does this feel in my body, what what shifts what feels different from how I might normally stimulate myself and play around with it.
0: It's really fun to play with your body. That's the whole point of this month. We have all of these parts. We have digits, and why not use them together uh, to really enhance our overall sense of self, our our sense of well being. Um, and then, if you are lucky enough to have one of those nipple gasms, right? Like you've given yourself a new way to have ki- that that kind of pleasure. It's um, a couple other tips that we should talk about, though. If you really want to do it, it's about like Spring was saying. Like you, it's about slow. It's about exploring your own body. It's about taking time. It's about not focusing on the orgasm itself, but on the journey of getting to know yourself better and having pleasant sensations by touching your body. Um, lots of different techniques that you can use for nipple play. Like People say start slow and get rougher over the process or start slow and get faster or start with light <laughs> and then get deeper. Um, but for you, you might want to start deep and then end with really light sensations. It's really just about knowing your body and knowing what feels good and sort of letting your body go with the flow, getting into that Zen nipple state. Um, I just <laughs> made that up, but uh, a, a nipple state of nipple mind, flow. nipple flow. That's like a whole new yoga pose. Like, uh, uh, now, if you are doing this with your partner, all of the standard rules apply. Um, you've heard us say it a million times before where it's about good, honest communication throughout the entire experience. Um, let your partner know what feels good and doesn't feel good. Let them know if they should be changing or not changing and, um, And then since everybody has nipples, turnabout is fair play because you can give them the same kind of feelings that you're having, uh, but good communication. uh, And then like Spring said earlier, mixing it with genital stimulation helps a lot of people as well. And if you do have a nipple orgasm, um, a lot of people talk about them as like a decentralized orgasm. So instead of it being focused in the genitals, sort of happens over the whole skin or over the entire chest area. Um, But a lot of people, nipple stimulation will lead to a genital orgasm anyway. So you might be able to have a genital orgasm playing with your nipple. I mean, it's just so cool how it's all interconnected and how we have mm. all of this potential for pleasure. Our bodies, we, we have an episode about erogenous zones. And we talk a little bit about nipple play. Um, but from head to toe, you know, there's places that we can touch ourselves and we can feel good about it. And the better we feel about our bodies, the better it's going to feel. So this is also a way for you to practice really learning to love yourself and love your body. And pleasure for pleasure's sake. And, and I love the idea of just giving yourself your body some time for just just this is just about pleasure. There's no there's no end point other than I'm going to feel nice. All right. So do we have any final tips about nipple gasms for our listeners today?
1: I mean, I just want to say that um, I do believe this is like one of these like great equalizers. I love this. You know, it's like a chance for everyone to say like, oh, yeah, I have nipples. Like, let's let's see what happens here. And, um, you know. I want to dispel the myth that, you know, only, um, people born with vaginas can experience this. Um, I, I know some people, you know, that, um, Identify um, as men that were born um, cis men and they love nipple play and get extreme satisfaction and um, pleasure from that. So I want to just like remind you all, this is not just for one gender or one way of identifying. This is for everybody. Um, and yeah, get, get involved.
0: <laughs> and I just want to add to that, like, If you are using nipple play and you don't have orgasms, you can still use all of the tips and trips we've talked about this episode during any other kind of sex play, whether, you know, penetrated, penetratey, sex toys, fleshlights, whatever you're using, you can add nipples to everything else. That's the other thing that I really love about it. Like, it doesn't matter what you're into or what normally gets you off. Nipples are a great thing that anybody can add into that mix.
1: It's like the salt of cooking, the salt (laughs) of sex. You can (laughs) sprinkle a little in here and there. It's always going to be great.
0: All right. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode, everybody. I've really enjoyed Touch Yourself Month. And next week, we have one more Touch Yourself in February episode coming out. If you have any questions about this episode or any follow up for this episode or any other questions about sex, about relationships, about sexual health, we would love to hear from you. You can send us an email. We are the sexrap at gmail.com. That's rap with a W, W W-R-A-P. you can call us at four one three i it, and you should definitely check out our social media. We post on Instagram information to keep you sexually happy and healthy, and excited and engaged every single day. We post stories. Um, we're also on Instagram and Twitter, and all our handle across all of our social media is at the sex wrap. Thanks for listening, everyone. Go touch your nipples
1: for everything that you are too afraid to ask at home too embarrassed to ask at school or just too
0: music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder the podglomerate a sonic universe